welcome back. Um, like Philby in 1917 when he reached Riyadh, we've taken a break from the journeying um, for Philby that resulted in 10 days of intense discussions with uh, Ibn Saud, the man that he was traveling to meet. Uh, for us, it's uh, been a period that's enabled us to look back through our photographs, to analyze the images from the camera traps uh, and all the scientific work uh, and recharge our batteries ready for the second leg of the journey from Riyadh to Jeddah that starts um, about 10 days from now. Um, it's been great to see so many people have been downloading the podcasts, 2,700 almost, I think this morning, 52 countries, um, and clearly they've been going down pretty well. Lots of positive feedback, which we're very grateful for. One in particular caught my eye from Nick Krebs, who's curator of um, maps at uh, the Qatar Digital Library Project at the British Library and Nick spends most of his time poring over uh, old maps of Arabia and uh, I was very taken by a comment that he said you know despite spending all day poring over maps with minute detail your descriptions add so much that maps can never give so it's lovely to, re to, to receive feedback uh, like that so for the last uh, few days, Reem has been back in Jeddah, Anna's been back in Switzerland, Alan's remained in Riyadh where he lives, I'm uh, here in Oman, the, the noise you might be able to hear in the background is the sound of the waves crashing against the uh, sea cliffs, I'm, I'm currently camping just to the east of Muscat on some cliffs just above a beach at Tiwi, um, but really jotting down notes furiously and, and scratching my head and reading Philby's book, Preparing for Leg 2, which starts on January the 16th. So really, it's, it's an opportunity now to just to reflect and, and put things in, um, in you know, set the scene um, for Leg 2 of our journey. Um, we've, thanks to Alan's um, calculations, we now know that we've, on Leg 1, we covered 2,000 just over 2,600 kilometers. Um, much of that was spent deviating south into the empty quarter to visit the meteorite craters in Al Hadida. Um, so a long old leg, leg one, and uh, leg two really is gonna be no different. Um, 1,400 kilometers in a straight line if we follow Philby's route from Riyadh to Jeddah, but obviously we'll be wobbling all over the place looking and exploring places that he visited in his latter years of, of exploration and then we have to drive all the way back from Jeddah to Riyadh so it's going to be a long old leg through very different scenery uh, and very different landscapes uh, to those of leg one. Um, when Philby reached Riyadh in November 1917 the outcome of the First World War which was still raging um, it wasn't certain. The Ottomans had a stronghold on uh, Arabia and the British office in Cairo felt that it was a gentleman to the west called Sharif Hussain of Mecca um, that they felt that he was the man to unite the tribes of Arabia to fight against the Ottomans. However, Philby and the people behind him in Baghdad and 
the Indian office felt that Ibn Saud was the man to perform that role and to unite those tribes. The focus on Arabia was growing stronger um, by the year. A war that started powered by horses was increasingly becoming powered by oil and oil was becoming much more important. Um, Philby's plans went, Philby's journey plans pretty much went uh, as they were intended. You know, he reached Riyadh safely. Uh, he started his negotiations with Ibn Saud, but actually there was someone else who was supposed to be meeting him there who was being sent from Cairo to travel from the west. And uh, this man's job was to meet uh, Sharif Hussain in Mecca. Uh, Hussain and Ibn Saud did not get on at all. Um, and it was this man's job to meet uh, Hussain in Mecca and then to travel um into the heart of Arabia to meet Philby, to meet Ibn Saud and have discussions to try and resolve this dispute so that um, they could have one united front against the Ottomans. But uh, Sharif Hussain did not let this man travel inland. He felt that it was too dangerous, that Ibn Saud didn't have the control of, of central Arabia um, and it was too dangerous to let him go. This was what he wanted him to think. Um, on discovering that he wasn't going to be met in Riyadh, Philby saw this as a great opportunity. He was supposed to meet Ibn Saud and then retrace his steps to Alagir, go back to Baghdad and report back to the powers that be in Baghdad. But Philby saw this um, non-arrival as an opportunity, both for him and for Ibn Saud. And he proposed to Ibn Saud that actually he should continue west to Jeddah under the protection of Ibn Saud and therefore prove to everyone that in fact Ibn Saud did have the control of those tribes and the allegiance of those tribes that lay to the west of Riyadh. And it's that journey that we will be following uh, starting in Riyadh on the 16th of January. In 1917, Riyadh had a population of 17,000 people. There was a mud brick wall going all the way around the city. And when Philby arrived from the east, sadly, they had to camp outside those walls for several hours because they arrived on a Friday. It was the day of prayer, so all the gates were shut. But when the gates were open, in they went, and 10 days of intense discussions uh, ensued with Ibn Saud. In Anne Munro's book, uh, Philby of Arabia, she said that Philby's mission was lodged in the palace and fed from the royal kitchens. An escort awaited its members whenever they wanted to go out, but most of their time was spent in conference, where they had uphill work. The mission found Ibn Saud to be an indefatigable worker, giving audiences, hearing petitions, judging cases, arguing with his visitors, pausing only for prayer from dawn until far into the night. Only once or twice uh, during its stay did he break off from festivity, break off for festivities, once for a family wedding and once for a riding display in which he and his sons uh, took part. They found him a voluble talker, unfamiliar with Western ways of thought, but a hard bargainer, incredibly aware of what was happening in the First World War and, of course, well-versed in desert politics and the likely loyalties and affiliations of tribes all the way from Mesopotamia to the Hejaz. So 
Philby saw his chance to continue his journey west to Jeddah, and that is what we will do. Um, we'll be doing, as we did on Leg One, daily podcasts, uh, not just documenting our journey, but also taking extracts from Philby's book, uh, so we can see it through his eyes as well. We'll be talking about issues such as mental well-being, how being outdoors is um, clearly beneficial for our mental and physical well-being. We're talking about the importance of the moon in uh, in Arab culture, and uh, we'll be witnessing a new moon whilst we're out in the desert, halfway through uh, the second leg. We'll be continuing the science work that we uh, started on leg one. Uh, we'll be talking about the Philby Arabia Fund, which is a fund that we're trying to establish to support uh, initiatives such as this that add to our understanding of the heritage and the culture uh, of, of, of this incredible part of the world. And of course, as we did at the end of Leg 1, when we met the students from the British International School Riyadh and from MISC School in Riyadh, we'll be using the journey to inspire young people, to inspire the next generation of young Philbies, the next generation of field scientists to journey with purpose and not walk with the end in sight, but walk with eyes open as to what is around them and taking notice of what is around them. And this time when we reach Jeddah, we'll be meeting uh, students and teachers from Jeddah Prep and Grammar School, which is a fantastic uh, school that's been in Jeddah for decades and actually was created shortly after, just a few years after Philby passed away in Beirut in 1960. So we look forward to meeting those students in the desert as we approach Jeddah, between Taif and Jeddah, and uh, then visiting them at the school at Jeddah Prep and Grammar. So uh, the next podcast should be going out just after the 16th of January. Uh, we hope you enjoy it and all the podcasts that follow. Please share them with as many people as you can and look forward to speaking to you soon.